again. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. And good. I hope you are all as well as we are tonight. <laughs> that hand gesture was quite interesting. I know. Sometimes I forget that no one can see me. Welcome to episode 19. And now you're waving. Yes. Yeah, imaginary. <laughs> Welcome to episode 19 of... This is the part I, I don't, don't get. get. I'm Bay. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh that oh, was good. That start was over good. right now. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Starring... Jay. And Bay. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another week. Thank you, thank you. So many more people have been listening recently, and we want to thank all those yeah. lovely individuals, as well as everyone who has written a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Yes, thank you. And I want to challenge everyone, tomorrow or tonight or whenever you listen to this episode, find one person in your life and mention this, this podcast Just Drop it into conversation. Just, you don't even have to say you know us. Yeah. You know? Just say, like, oh, I've listened to this great podcast. You should take a listen. Just do a little, and do a then, little name, a pod drop, if you will. A pod drop. I like that. And then, you, <laughs> <laughs> then you've done your due diligence. And then if they're like, I don't listen to podcasts, then there's nothing you can do. Then they shouldn't be your friend. And there's nothing you can do. You should but, question the friendship. But find one person in your life. I give you this challenge. I give you this challenge. Because our numbers are going up. And I feel mm. grateful for We're it. We're really close to being top ten. <laughs> sure. <laughs> on the sure. on the uh, yeah the iTunes list. Any day now, I'm sure. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's those kind of like my PSA that I wanted to start. Uh, my us out PSA with. is I'd like to congratulate the Washington Nationals for making the World Series. Yeah. Yay! Hey, don't roll your eyes, Mrs. I love Jason Worth. <laughs> okay. Golf clap. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Well. Well, go ahead. Should What's we your get topic? Started? Is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, wait. it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is my turn. Damn, were you trying to steal my thumbnail? No, I was like... Okay. I don't know. I have a way of... I am curious oh, God. to see... How many see... pages do you have? Could you stop it? Stop it! <laughs> I'm curious to see... Well, first off, are you ready for this ASMR? Ready? Eh, I love hearing better. this soda bottle open. Is that your second Diet Dr. Pepper? I want you to shut your mouth. <laughs> um, First of all, you only got me one Coke Zero. Well, you know, I knew it would take you all <laughs> evening to drink that one. I this, I, this I enjoy it. Sips, I nurse it. like you wouldn't believe. But give her. But if she's ever thirsty, and she's like, "Can I have a sip?" That's oh the biggest God. gulp you've ever seen. Whatever. Anyway, I'm, I'm interested. <laughs> back to the topic at hand. Excuse me. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I. I'm curious to see how you react to this one. Okay. Because this is animal related. Oh, God. And for those of you who don't know, Jay is a lover of all animals, big and small. And, uh... Oh, my God. I think I know what it is. <laughs> no, you don't. I think I know what it is. No, you don't. Okay. I sincerely doubt you do. Um, so I think that she'll be able to handle this quite well. But just it, in case... Does it have to do with hamsters? No. Okay, never mind. We'll have to discuss that story later, because I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So, my thing that I didn't get, so I was just like, I was like, I have no idea what I want to do. So, I just literally Googled, like, strange news. 
And one of the first things that came up as, like, the clickbait on the bottom Mm -hmm. was a recent story of someone jumping into a gorilla cage at a zoo. (laughs) So. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because it happens all the time. And just another person. It does. Really? And that's my topic. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) So my topic is, the, the, the part I don't get is, why do people deliberately go into animal cages or enclosures at the zoo. I have a guess. Or zoo-like places. They're drunk. Okay. That's that's a good (laughs) guess. That's a pretty good guess. So I wanted to start out with a couple of just reminder instances of when this happened. (laughs) Sorry. So I'll... It's interesting that you mentioned that because, you know, as we all know, Harambe was the silverback gorilla that was unfortunately shot um, Prayers for Harambe. because a small child, who I believe was like around five or six, said that he wanted to be with the gorillas and then jumped the fence and then fell into the gorilla enclosure. Mm-hmm. And then there was a lot of back and forth of whether or not the gorilla was trying to protect the animal or right. whether or not it was going to hurt the animal. And then the zookeepers made the dis- the, ch- the terrible and difficult decision to, to shoot Harambe. Um, not, why not a tranquilizer film? And, That's um, what I don't get. I'm sure there's a reason. Even people yeah. like Jane Goodall and Jack Hanna... They ended up siding with the zoo and saying really? that, like, they understand why they did it. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure there's a lot that goes into it. That so that happened in 2016. Every article I found on Google was from 2016. Like, I I was, like, trying to, 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 to be as, you know, like, up to date with, like, my sources and stuff as I could be. And, like, to mention, like, the dates and times and places and, and, and like, names of the zoos. Mm-hmm. And they were all from 2016. So you'll have, to, you'll have to bear with me that a lot of this information has a lot to do with that specific year. But... Something was going on. But not the news story that incited the, <laughs> my... Oddly enough, that's not the one. I didn't even click on it to find out any information. That one just sparked my idea. <laughs> so chronologically a little bit here... Um, just some stories of some individuals um, who purposefully, so not falling in. Falling in happens yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's. And I, reading this, I was like, like and I was starting just... to freak myself out how often people accidentally fall. Lots of children. Lots yeah, of see, children. Kids is one thing. But... And it's just like, oh my gosh. Where are your parents? <laughs> I know. And that was the thing with, with the Harambe. Um, the mom almost faced criminal charges, but then did not. She should, Um, in my opinion. So, from People.com, in 1999, the body of a 27-year-old man was found on the back of SeaWorld's killer whale, Tilikum, in the morning when park officials came, and they believed that that man entered the park at night to, quote-unquote, play with the famous orca, since the man was found naked without any serious (sighs) external injuries. It's believed that Tilikum dragged the man under the water, drowning him. Um, so that was one. I think that now you can see them talking about that in that documentary, Blackfish. Oh, Black. that's what inspired that documentary, And right? they, I think there were several people who got injured from Tilikum. Um, but I think they talked about how he probably suffered some, from some mental illness. Yeah. Um, in 2009, at the Berlin Zoo, a woman decided to dive into the polar bear exhibit at this German zoo oh. during the four animals is feeding time so four polar <gasps> bears 
Once in the exhibit, the woman swam out to meet the polar bears, who responded to her intrusion by biting her arms and legs. <gasps> Um, the, the zookeepers were able to save that woman who was later revealed to be a teacher and a mother. And no, no (laughs) mental illness in that one. So they pushed (laughs) her away from the bear that was attacking her. Um, uh, and then the intruder sustained serious injuries, but managed to survive the encounter. And she didn't lose any limbs or anything? I didn't see any. I didn't see that. But polar bears I heard are mean. Some serious damage there. Um. In the t- 2009 at the Beijing Zoo, Gugu, I'm going to assume that's how it's pronounced. It's G-U-G-U. Um, the giant panda, Gugu, has apparently a history of multiple people trying to trespass to get near him, which is odd. That that would be a thing with an animal. Um, and a lot of people think pandas are nice, but they have very sharp teeth because, you know, I mean, think about what they eat. Yeah, I mean, bamboo. they're bears. So, on multiple occasions, panda fans have slipped into this particular animal's cage, trying to hug him. Mm. On those occasions, Mm -hmm. Gugu has Mm -hmm. bit the unwanted visitors. Um, The most recent incident was in 2009, when a man entered the bear's enclosure to pick up a toy that his child had dropped. I mean, that must be one hell of a special toy. I'm just saying. (laughs) Gugu bit the man on the leg, but was driven off um, by broom-wielding zookeepers before he could cause any further damage. <laughs> Is that the antidote to, to uh, <laughs> the, the weapon of choice for pandas? <laughs> that was the third person that Gugu had bitten. Back! Back! Um, but keep in mind, all the people had like gone into his enclosure with, without invitation. Uh, his home. On 2016, um, May 22nd, at the Santiago Metropolitan Zoo... Zookeepers at this Chilean zoo shot and killed two lions to save a man who climbed into the animal's enclosure to commit suicide. Mm. On May 22, 2016, the unnamed man climbed the fence of the exhibit, removed his clothing, and approached the big cats. As the man came into contact with the two lions, the zookeepers unfortunately had to make the choice to, to shoot the male and female animals mm. and the decision they said was both sad and painful. And it is believed that the intruder was trying to commit suicide based on a found note in his clothing. Wow. Um, Wait, so they shot the lion. They shot the lions, not the man. Okay. Yeah. Um, it didn't say whether or not that guy had survived. That is a really interesting way to commit suicide. <laughs> I know. You messed I up know. that he would, you know, there's, there's only two more stories that I found. So, from cbc.com, again in May in 2016, which is very close to the Harambe incident, a drunk man jumped the barrier, this is what you were saying, of the lion enclosure at the Nehru Zoo in, in India. This 35-year-old man leaped into a waist-high moat beneath the viewing platform, walked towards the lions, mm. and um, their publication, The Mirror, wrote that the man began to sing... Please come close to me, darling, end mm. quote, um, and tried to convince the lions to shake his hand. Uh, and, How drunk and... <laughs> was he? How drunk was he? So the zookeepers threw down a pole to help the man climb out while another staff member called the lions in for, for feeding. Um, and then he was arrested by the police. Um, then I left this one in here that I thought that you would appreciate because it's totally the outlier. In 1990... At the D- Detroit Zoo, a man named Rick Swope purposefully jumped in to an exhibit to save a chimpanzee that was drowning. Aww. 
And I'm like, what kind of a river was happening in this enclosure? The staff? I mean, like, how do you just, how, how do they just drown? I mean, it's, that was crazy to me. So according to the Chicago Tribune, the 33-year-old truck driver who couldn't stand to watch the animal thrash and fight for its life jumped into the enclosure without a second thought. He grabbed the animal and hauled him up um, the pool slope and back to land. And at no time during him. the rescue <laughs> did the tr- chimp try to hurt the man. Mm. And thanks to his actions, the animal survived, and the man was able to get out of the exhibit without injury and was thanked by the zoo for his dangerous and heroic actions. How terrible would it have been if, like... If it turned around and tried to kill him. And they had to kill <laughs> the chimp. Like, I know. after all that work. I know. Like, but I'm, I am I need to read more about that incident. How and why was this chimp, chimpanzee yeah, where's, put into that kind of a And where's the supervision here? I know. You're like... There, there we should need to be no our way that that so happens it's... naturally. That a chimp is like fighting for its life. I know. Well, it's Detroit, so. <laughs> <laughs> so my big thing is like so after those various stories, it was like, and I saw even another one where a woman like went in to pick up her fucking like baseball hat. Oh my you know, God. like, like just like a cap. Like no, and like. Like, and the guy with the toy. So, I think it's, like, it's mental illness. You drop something or you're drunk. And it, it's just, like, how we think that w- nothing can hurt us. Like, I th- we think we're at the top of the food chain. And because these animals are in a captive environment, they're not going to hurt us. But that's so... There's wild animals. <laughs> well, so... And I found, like, a whole psych element about it, too. Which you'll appreciate. Narcissism. And a lot of the reasons recently are because people want to take selfies with them. Oh. So a lot of people have been hurt or very close to being hurt in these similar situations with these very large and dangerous wild animals because they want to take a picture with them. It's like all about getting those fo- yeah. those likes and more follows. Interesting. So I found this website called takepart.com. And on there it says, experts say a desire to be close to nature overwhelms our understanding of what safe behavior is, leading to the death of both people and wildlife. Uh, so there was this case of a group of lifeguards. Uh, keep in mind, this is all from 2016. Um, lifeguards and tourists in the Dominican Republic that pulled a shark from the water Pose for photos with it until it died. Um, and a disturbing new trend of taking dangerous photos with animals has like really been on the rise. So other times people have put themselves at risk instead of the animal. So sometimes it's dangerous to the animal. Sometimes it's dangerous to the people. Mm-hmm. So uh, in May, again, it's always May of 2016. Well, you know, the weather's warm and they're... <laughs> going to be, you know, they're getting out of school and stuff. Uh, in May of 2016, a man died while trying to take a selfie with a walrus <laughs> at a zoo. Really? <laughs> yes. They have those big tusks. But do they, they're I guess, huge. do they attack? I don't know. I didn't, I couldn't find more on that. I mean, that. not that, yeah. It's, that was not the animal I would In 2015, <laughs> tourists put a bison calf in their car Aww. when they were visiting Yellowstone National Park. That mama is looking for it. It's going to be pissed when it finds you. Also in Yellowstone National Park, um, a person was gored and tossed into the air by an adult bison while she tried to pose for a photo just six yards away from the massive animal. So, like, when you go there, I've been there a couple of times... They tell you, like, don't go anywhere fucking near them. And yeah, they're huge. And they are, like, everywhere. 
Like, you'll see buffalo, bison, deer, antelope. Very rarely you'll see bears. There's elk. They're freaking everywhere. Like, right next to you. They block traffic. Yeah, I've seen like, videos of them ramming people's cars. It, they're everywhere. Scary. And you're you're literally, it's almost as though you're on a, basically you're like on a preserve. Um, and they tell you constantly, like, do not go anywhere near them. Like, don't go anywhere off trail, anywhere near. Like, I remember being like in a picnic bench and we just hear this like towering animal come through the woods. And it was just oh an gosh. elk, but it wasn't coming at us, but it was like near us. They're, they're just in herds. Do they, do they like the... try to beg for food? You know how some animals I don't know. Food? I would think that they would at this point because it's such a populated area. Well, cause like but... Assateague Island with all the ponies, like they're learned... mean. Yeah. Oh God. They they'll show you pictures you. of kids that have gotten bitten. Um, but like they'll come up to people cause they know people will give them food. Oh, well, so the question is, what drives this risky behavior of trying to take selfies with animals? So part of it just seems like human nature. Quote, I think we're drawn to what's left of the wilderness, said Margot DeMello, program director of human animal studies at the Animal Study in Animals and Society Institute. Quote, we have a desire to feel close to wildlife and wild animals. Unfortunately, she said, Modern society has left us detached from the reality of how wild these animals animals live and yeah. behave. I mean, if people are trying to hug panda bears... I know. Those things are not as cuddly as they may seem. They're not stuffed animals, friends. Um, so Adam Roberts, the chief executive of Born Free USA, said most people possess a profound affinity for wild animals. Zoo exhibits, circus acts, and the ready available availability of exotic animals as pets and television performers all dramatically desensitize people to the animal's very wildness nature. He said numerous studies have shown that seeing animals in commercials and other entertainment contexts disconnects people from the mm. idea that species have wild behaviors. So it makes us think that they're cute and cuddly, basically. Yeah, and the more isolated you are you know, from everything else, you don't know, like, media and stuff, you don't really know what they're really like, and you probably just have to go off of what you think you know. (laughs) Yeah. So, it it goes on a little bit more about, like, the the reasoning and psychology behind it, I guess. The The innate passion for animals and our lack of daily connection to them are a dangerous combination, uh, Robert says. Quote, the desire to be close to animals, the opportunities to do so, plus the misguided trusting belief that it must be safe, results in people taking massive dangerous risks for a mere photo opportunity, Robert said. This hazardous behavior may be enhanced by social networking, you think, and the need for, quote, likes and clicks and shares. Mm -hmm. We're in this highly self-promotional social media age where we need to not just document everything that we do, but place ourselves into it as a way of, to document the experience and share it with others. That's what DeMello said. DeMello said that people, um, most people know better, but the sight of wild animals can create a cognitive dis- dissonance, dissonance yeah. between the desire to be close to them and the understanding of how they should actually be treated. And we know that, <clears throat> we know better, you know, most people know, like, not to pull a shark out of the ocean, for example. 
Um, but yet that competes with that desire to be close and near to the animal. And sometimes that desire overwhelms our sense of what is and is not okay. And then we're not even able to realize what is and is not okay anymore. So what is cognitive? cognitive dissonance that's, that's like when you have like two competing thoughts that don't okay. match well and also singing like when like it pull shark out of the water stay my ass like, on this boat yeah like maybe <laughs> this is a bad idea or like you know but um like the whole tourism thing too like i think it's also when you're at another in another country another state or traveling you kind of have this mindset of like oh i have to do everything you know, I, I yeah. gotta, like, you have these mm-hmm. expectations, and it's like, you know, the people with the shark, it's like, oh my god, we ha- we see a shark, the we're never gonna get this yeah, opportunity that's again. That's true. And we have to, and you know, with Instagram and everything. It's more spectacular, I guess, when you're coming from, like, and then, outside. Yeah. And then, like, the 2016 thing, I'm wondering, is that when, like, Instagram became, like, oh. I mean, it's been around for a while, but I, you know, it, it's more definitely recently been it's around since big. before. I, I. I def- there's definitely been a recent shift in the past couple years where Instagram became more popular yeah. than Facebook. It started becoming just Insta. Yeah. Because all the kids were yeah. using it. So I wonder if... And then th- Snapchat and Instagram have really become more heavily used by a younger generation. And I wonder when the selfie Facebook stick is came for out, too. People. I know. <laughs> That's what I hear. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it said that one element affecting... That is that people tend to ignore posted warning signs and they quote, they feel maybe the people who wrote the sign don't know enough or don't care enough. Um, Unfortunately, these behaviors may only get worse. Um, DeMello said that I think it's going to continue as we get more urbanized and isolated from the world outside of us. Um, And then the article, whoever was interviewing her, I said, like, is there a solution and she said that she wasn't sure, but she does think that acknowledging that this this is a part of us and then try and figure out a way to provide an extra layer of education that acknowledges yeah. that people aren't going to want to stop reaching out and touching and grabbing these things. Um, well, like, I, I think those, like, the pictures they show at Assateague is a good example of, like, yeah. the bites. Like, that scared like, me. This I'm will like, happen I saw that. You. I was like, I'm not getting near those damn horses. So anything, like, shocking and graphic. Yeah. And that's what she said. So she said the only thing that she could really think of was that maybe publicizing the stories with bad endings yeah. may be the most effective maybe way to get across footage. to people. <laughs> um, that shouldn't put either an animal or themselves at risk for a mere selfie. Yeah, like, we're not just saying this. Yeah, so, um, and then, you know, I, I, so I thought of all that, and then I, I saw so many lists of, um, like, wise, <laughs> literally the list, not all the lists were great, but some of them were like, why zoos suck? And then, like, so, like, I personally am very torn whether or not I do like or don't like going to zoos because I've always been under the impersonation. Um, Impression? Impression. There you go. That's the word. Um, That, like, they have at least some sort of intent on conservation or education and things like that or, Mm -hmm. like, breeding programs and things like that. I know, like, the, I think it's the Bronx or Brooklyn Zoo is, like, one of the only places that's trying to repopulate the wild buffalo in the United States. Really? Um, and like, that's, you know, a good thing. Um, so I, I, so I thought I found some interesting facts about zoos that are not that great. Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
So a Freedom for Animals study of UK aquariums found that 41% of the animals on display have no signs or identification of the species um, and only the most basic information. So they aren't actually all that educational. Zoos and aquariums aren't. It's just like Wikipedia. (laughs) Zoos apparently spend millions on keeping animals confined while natural habitats for these animals are destroyed and animals are killed as they are... um, as there is insufficient funding for their protection. Mm. Um, which is interesting that we do put a lot of money into something like a zoo, but, like, no one's, like, the same kind of money could be donated to, to them in their wild yeah. habitat where they should be. Yeah. Zoos claim to breed animals for eventual release. Some, Not all, but some do. Um, release to the wild, but breeding programs are primarily... To ensure a captive population, not necessarily reintroduction. Yeah, because how can you reintroduce them if they're growing up in captivity? Like, they're not going to be able to survive in the wild. And in 2003, the UK government gave permission for the capture of 146 penguins from a British territory of the South Atlantic. um, Tristan de Cunha, C-U-N-H-A, not sure. Those who survived the seven-day boat journey from, meaning penguins, those the penguins that survived the seven-day boat journey um, to a wildlife dealer in South Africa were sold to zoos in Asia. So they were basically saying that, like, they are being taken from the wild, um, you know, and, and mm. the, re- the way that they're being taken may not be always on the up and up. Oh, great. Um, uh, they are snatching them out. Not just breeding inside of, an, of a confined, like, you know. A lot of them say, like, we're breeding in captivity, and then they sell or give the, you know, from around the world. Like, that's where, like, our national zoo gets, like, our pandas from China, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And and they all die every time they come yeah. over here. So there's also, like, obviously the lack of space when they're being confined, and studies have shown that animals do do die more prematurely oh, yeah. than in the wild. Oh, I bet. So, it's just not healthy. you know, I have an unhealthy obsession with elephants, and I, I almost, I, I don't, I had to hold myself back when I saw the elephants at the zoo the last time I went, which was, I don't know, I want to say like three, four years ago. Um, but before that, the only reason why I wanted to go was because like I hadn't been in like, 15, 10 years. I don't think years. I've been since I was a kid. Exactly, since I was a child. I was like, let's go to the zoo. I haven't, I haven't been in forever. And then when I went, I saw them there, and I felt so bad for them playing with that little tire. I know, it's like, yeah. this is your life. You're it's like a little tire swing. I'm like, yeah. Um, and I was just kind of like, mm, you know, like, if this, if the benefit outweighs, like, what's happening here, like, if we really are raising money to donate to save habitats, if we really are doing conservation and education, if we really are, like, repopulating species... Yeah, doing something good. Then I'm cool with it. But, like, I don't know enough about it to know what's happening and what's not happening, so I was kind of like, I don't need to come here for a real long while. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, our kids can just watch stuff on TV. Yeah, and they were saying, like, zoos are very geared towards children, more yeah. so than anybody else. And probably on, like, profiting, And, like, that's too. where they get their money. And, you know, that just makes it sound like an amusement park. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's educational to a point just for them to to see it in real life. Yeah. You know? So I thought, I don't know, I thought that you would have a harder time. I thought, I totally thought you were going to disagree with me about the zoo thing. I thought you were going to be like, zoos are awesome! 
Oh, oh no, I've always been kind of like oh, uncomfortable really? okay. about zoos. I I thought I th- I think I even had to do like a presentation or like a persuasive thing about it too. Oh really? Maybe that's why. Yeah, I feel like in high school, like I gave a presentation. Yeah. And then, so I wasn't sure how we were gonna take how you were gonna take this because you know how sad you get when you hear stories about animals. <laughs> You're making me sound like going crazy. <laughs> no, no, no. I know no, how no. sad you get any sort of animal. No, I think it's more like when you watch it on TV, I guess. Yeah, yeah. If Talking about it, it's sad, but not as bad as... Well, we're spreading awareness. Yeah. Don't jump into zoo enclosures, and don't people. go to the zoo, ever. <laughs> don't try and take a selfie it's near a wild it. animal. It's not worth it. They're actually wild. We have... We have a friend who's done that. Yeah. So, I, I, I understand now why people do it. I just don't agree with it, obviously. I, I can kind of see, because I think of myself when I see a dog, like, I will almost automatically go up to it, and I'm like... You don't ask? Can I pet your dog? Sometimes. Sometimes I, I kind of get a Gee, read. you gotta a- <laughs> get a read. I assess <laughs> the situation. You have to ask. But that's the thing, it's just something overcomes me and I'm like if it's really cute I'm just like ah. especially if you're like behind the animal like I always well, yeah. wait for it to see me and let it see yeah we have hand. to have some sort of contact but or you people, know people have come up to my dogs before from behind and my bigger one's a little on this more skittish side and I'm like I always tell my husband like be really like aware of people trying to pet him because you know, like, he's never bit anyone, he's never snapped at anybody, he's only barked at, at people, but, like, you never know with any animal, even if they're your pet, if they were scared, caught off guard, you never know what they'll do. Yeah, especially and if that they that is have, a lawsuit like, I don't need on my hands. Yeah. That's... I watch enough Judge Judy to know. <laughs> You're gonna lose that case. There's so many episodes about, like, animals. I pet your dog and it bit me. <laughs> There's so many episodes about animals biting people. It's usually car, rental disagreements, <laughs> money loans, or dogs. Like, I think I saw one about, like, a pig. Like, someone, like, bought a pig. I don't know. What were you expecting with that one? <laughs> Come on. Oh, that was that was a very interesting topic. I I had no idea it happened I'm that sorry, much. Sorry, mine was a little on the longer side. Oh, what else is new? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, and I was also thinking about that one at Disney, Disney World or Disneyland with the alligators. Like, the oh, kid. Oh, I haven't seen that. It wasn't in Disneyland. I think it was outside of it, but there's, I don't know, some swamp or something nearby. Well, there's lots in Florida. Kids somehow ended up in it and and died. Well, if you go down there, any, like, like Georgia, Florida, because there's so many, I'm assuming it's alligators, right? I can't, I can't tell the difference between an alligator and a crocodile. One's freshwater, one's saltwater, right? Yeah. Mostly, I guess. Yeah. These are the things we don't know. These are the facts, people. Um, But (laughs) if you go down there, there's lots of places where it's like roadside attraction type stuff. Yeah. Where you can see like the gator wrestlers or like, you know, they're in like a little pen. Yeah. I went to a restaurant once in Savannah that had like 50 quote unquote alligator or crocodiles or whatever there and they were just they were small though yeah. and they were everywhere mm-hmm. and that was like their uh, this was when I was a kid were they in a were they behind a fence yeah. or something they okay. were like in they were spread it was kind of like an indoor outdoor beachy type restaurant because um, oh, okay. it's like really nice weather down there and then they had I the, love those kind of restaurants the animals like spread out throughout the whole entire place 
all over the place. But they were really small. But when you see that sign, you think, 50 alligators! Where the hell am I? You think, like, the full-size I'd be, like, standing on the chair. And that was, like, their big attraction. So I I was young. I think I was, like, I don't know, 12. And, like, my parents were like, we're going here! (laughs) <laughs> and you're like 50 alligators. I gotta get pick me one out. You that. can eat it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank alligator God. sandwich. That would be so awful if it was on the menu. Oh, that would be terrible. And then you're like looking at them. Oh, like I don't even like the idea that there are lobsters at Red Lobster. <laughs> I know. I don't want. I don't want to see that and thing it's alive. Called Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> I always like. They warned you. And like the you know like in the grocery store when you go over to like oh, the yeah. Meat, that makes me sad. When I was a little kid, I would, like, look at that damn thing like it was a freaking, like, small aquarium. I know. Like, my oh, ha- we're in the aquarium! My face would be pressed against it. <laughs> it smells You're so tapping bad. on the window. Yeah, and then, like, you Naming know, this lobsters. Like, you have that... I'm like, why are their claws uh, <laughs> rubber banded yeah. together? Why is that man sticking it in a steamer? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And, like, you're not really aware that, like, you know... Yeah. These suckers are for eating. This is going to be dinner. And it doesn't look yummy. In the grocery store? Ew. Right? Like, in the gro- in that tank in the grocery store, that's not like... Yeah, it's mm, always disgusting. Yum. They're, like, floating in their own shit. <laughs> and, like, what... When you buy them in the grocery store, they're alive in that little container, right? Oh, I have no idea. I've never bought lobster. Where does the death occur? Transition to home? When, yeah, I think I think when you you boil them alive. Or when you, so if I'm going to the grocery store and I'm getting myself some lobster from the aquarium, am I killing it? <laughs> I think so. Oh, that's so bad. I that's think. That's awful. I don't want to be a part of that. Because. I need to become a vegetarian. I know, right? Me too. <laughs> well, you were for a little while. I know. Give yourself like four months, six months or something. I couldn't make it. I know. So was your husband. I know, but he, not easy. he was in it for the long haul. Yeah, I know. I was I was surprised. I definitely don't eat anywhere near as much meat as I used to. I don't eat sure. as much red meat, but I I, I make try, up for it in chicken. <laughs> I know, and I try very much to, to not eat, if I can help it, any red meat. Yeah. Every now yeah, and then, I make you know, up for it in that. chicken as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm right there with you, sister. It's Yeah. Power uh, or... Praise to I those who are vegetarians. I have so much respect for people who can oh, do that. Oh, me too. For whatever reason it happens to be. Yeah. I'm like, you're a vegetarian? Who I'm like, tell I? me your ways. <laughs> Explain it to me. But Help me. <laughs> I just... Well, yeah. now they have, you know, flexitarians where you do it a few times a week. Yes. You know, I think... I think it's, that's better you than nothing. Silver Diner, they have that. Oh, the flexitarian like, menu. Vegan and flexitarian menu. They're trying so hard to, <laughs> to be, be healthy. Like, posh or, yeah. I don't know, just to fit in with this area, I guess. You know. But wonder, anyway, we're going off topic. I know. We're right. talking, well, we're, see, we're going down a road of food. So you and, and it I, won't you, end. You and I are going to be going on forever. It Sorry, won't end. Sorry, folks. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Sorry, food tangent. <laughs> What was your All topic? Right. My topic is deja vu. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's oh. A, I love that. Yay. Please I like that you tell like it. me. So it, I was inspired because I guess a few weeks ago I was driving in my car and all of a sudden I got that feeling like, wait, I've this has already happened. Like I've already experienced this moment. I was like, holy crap, I haven't had deja vu in a really long time and it was so weird You've you've had it, I'm assuming. Yeah, okay. I always think of the Matrix too, which I'm not a huge Matrix fan. But anyone who watches the Matrix, oh, like the Keanu Reeves the unplugging. Is, Keanu Reeves goes, hmm, 
I just saw, I just had deja vu. And they were like, what? And it was like, yeah. And it's like a cat that goes across the hallway. Tw- they literally do it twice while they're in the Matrix. Oh. And it's apparently, it's like a glitch in the computer system. Oh. And so they were like, no, we need to get out of here. <laughs> we just saw the cat twice. Ah, shit. <laughs> Unplug us. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So that inspired me to do, because I was like, what? What Please exactly tell me. is deja vu. So it's um French for already seen. Okay. Um, it's just for a definition for those that don't know. It's a feeling that one has already lived through an experience before, according to Wikipedia, and then according to HowStuffWorks.com, an overwhelming sense of familiarity with something that shouldn't be familiar at all. Um, so as much as seventy percent of the population reports having experienced deja vu, which. I thought it was interesting because I just assumed everyone had kind of experienced once, at least like, you know, somewhat. I would, I would assume that too. Um, a higher number of inc- incidents occurs in people 15 to 25 years old. You know, that's interesting too, because I feel like I had it when I was younger, but not so yeah. much anymore. Well, that's what they said. It, it wears off as you get older. That's crazy. Yeah. Cause, and then when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I haven't had deja vu in a really long time. Me either. Yeah, and they said people who travel more or watch more movies are more likely to experience deja vu <laughs> oh, than others. That's me. Which is like, I feel like if you travel a lot, you're probably not going to watch a lot of movies, unless you're, I guess, on the plane. But, And then there's also, you know, there's just regular, like, what they call non-pathological deja vu, which is just what people get in, you know, everyday life. And then there's like, I think it was pathological deja vu, which is associated with epilepsy in the temporal lobe. Um, oh, yeah, (laughs) not to worry though, folks. Uh, so it's, um, and the temporal lobe is responsible for short-term memory, auditory processing, emotions, and movement. Uh, people with these types of seizures will experience deja vu that said during and in between the convulsions, which I thought was, that's gotta be so weird to, Hmm. yeah, I, I don't, and I don't know if that's a, if most, I, I didn't look into like, is that a normal epileptic seizure or is this a, only a, like, it seems like this is a certain type of epilepsy. So I don't well, know. Until you just said that, I never occurred to me that you could have an epilep, a, a seizure in different parts of your brain, but I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It might be like, I just figured it was part. like the whole brain. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so what causes it? So there's lots of different theories as always. Um, Psychoanalysts believe it's related to fantasy or wish fulfillment. Okay. Um, parapsychologists didn't know that was a didn't know that <laughs> oh, was a yeah. profession, but sounds kind of cool. It's right up my alley. <laughs> yeah, they believe it's related to a past life experience. <laughs> I've always kind of wondered that. I'm like, what if I have lived this moment before, as another in or another like life. a multiverse, yeah. like another realm, basically. Happening yeah. at the same time, side by side, kind of like Stranger universe. Things. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm just like, what if, like, I was, you know, in another body, like, years ago? But, I don't know. Um, and then, psychiatrists believe it's a misfiring in the brain, causing yeah. the brain to mistake the present for the past, which I think is probably most That's likely. That's what I feel, too, yeah. Um, so, this is from an article in The New Scientist. Uh, called Mystery of Deja Vu, explained by Jessica Ham- Hamzaloo. 
Um, they talk about a study, this study was mentioned in a few articles I read, a study conducted at University of St. Andrews in the UK looked at uh, fMRI scans of people experiencing deja vu and found that the frontal lobe uh, responsible for decision making, ma- making, making, decision making, decision making, <laughs> wow, you really enjoyed that. It's just, you never talk like that. Decision making. <laughs> Um, that that was what was activated during deja vu, and they said um, this was a surprise because they were expecting the hippocampus, which is associated with memories, to be activated, but that was not. Um, so what they did was they um, they gave participants a list of words that were all related. Uh, <laughs> so they gave the words bed, pillow, night, dream. Okay. But they left out the word that connected them, which was sleep. Um, when participants were quizzed on the words they were given, they often included the word sleep, a false memory, and then later asked if there were any words, uh, that started with the letter S. They were, they said no, there were not, which was correct, but then, um, they said that the word sleep felt familiar, creating a sense of deja vu. So they, like, they created, um, deja vu in these people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then they looked at the um, fMRI. That's interesting. Could I you know. Imagine having to sit and like plan that out. I that know they're study. like, how do we create? How do we create deja vu? Let's just <laughs> for me, I'd just be like, I would just like literally make them do the same do thing the same over. Thing over. That's like the only <laughs> thing I could think of. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like I even looked up. I, I still have my cognition book from 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 my uh, psych days uh, undergrad, but they. Deja vu was not in there. I was very disappointed. Oh, really? I looked in the glossary. I looked in the index. <laughs> the glossary. I thought it'd be one of those bolded words. I haven't had that the word glossary in a long time. <laughs> yeah, the italicized yeah. words. Deja vu, page one twenty-eight. I, I mean, I could have sworn I remember just learning that it was just like probably just saw it on Google. Yeah, on the Google. But I just, I just remember learning that it was like. If it's something that you experience a lot, it just kind of, your memory just, it just, that's what causes it. It's just, I don't know. Well, tell that to someone who has Alzheimer's. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, because they're reliving their their memories, too. Like, they're... They're just stuck in a different like, in time. Like, in a different, <laughs> a different time. They're a they're, time traveler. Yeah. They're a mental time traveler. So, like... And their brain is deteriorating. So for yeah. me, like, I'm, I'm like you, like, I feel like it's the, I think it was the third reason. That you <laughs> Number <had> three. <laughs> see, see, I can't see? even remember. <laughs> I can't even remember. False memory. Oh, excuse me. Um, but the thing, something I did read in, in the, in the cognition book was, you know, we are very poor uh, at recall and we can yes. be affected by, you know, emotion and yes. all sorts of things. So, you know, kind of makes sense that we, um, we're terrible eyewitnesses. Apparently, yes. Is yes. What I've heard. Yep. That was one thing they talked about too. Um, so the conclusion from this study was that deja vu is actually more of like a checks and balance system where our brain is sorting through old memories and compares them with what we've actually experienced and trying to think, like, is this, did this happen or did it not? Um, so if there's a conflict, the brain sends, like, an error message. And so having deja vu is actually a good sign because your brain is actually making a check of its memory. 
Okay. Um, so it's, it's downloading yeah. the hard drive. Yeah, or it's just like doing like a system update or system yeah. check, if you will. <laughs> Would you like, go to your settings, iOS yes. update. Do you have the iOS 9.0 <laughs> installed? Uh, and um, But it's not clear if people who do not experience data review, if they have actually have poor memories or they just, they don't need the checking system because their memory is actually better. Um, hmm. So a little more research is needed on that. And I was trying to find this because I came across it kind of just browsing through the articles. So there's, so I don't know what, I, I couldn't find the term, but there, there's actually something like the opposite of deja vu where you, um, What's the opposite like you're, you don't recognize people that are familiar, like your family, like you, Ooh. you know, Retrograde amnesia. Not quite. <laughs> You're just like, amnesia. Fugue, Alzheimer's. Fugue. Isn't there like a different type of amnesia? It's like fugue amnesia. Oh, dissociative fugue. Yes, that's it. That's where you like, tr I think where you travel. Yes. Yeah. I remember learning about it. No, but this is like. That was definitely in my Like you class. would come home to your mom who, let's say you've grown up with and you wouldn't be able to recognize her as your mom. Like, like there's no sense of familiarity where there should be. Well, you know, it's interesting that you say that because I think I know what you're talking. Now that you've like kind of explained it and you've like fleshed out what the, the opposite of deja vu is. Yeah. Sometimes like not like to that point where like, you know, like you literally don't recognize them. But I have that feeling all the time. Where, like, I'll be, like, sitting with, like, my husband or a friend, and I'll be like, huh, this person. Really? And then I'll have to, like, remind myself, like, this really is my life. I really am Aww. me. And they really are them. And we've been together or known each other for well, X amount of years. I have to, like, almost, like, remind myself... Yeah, this is real. Well, that actually this could be... This is not a movie. <laughs> that could be anxiety, because, like, when you have a panic attack, you can have... I think it's called depersonalization. When yeah. you feel like you detach yourself from, like, reality. And yeah. So it might be, like, your but way of like, bringing yourself back. it's like a back. couple of seconds. Yeah. It's definitely not... A, it's not an anxiety... For me, it's, like, not a panicky thing yeah. at all. I'll be like... We'll be, like, in the car. I'll be like, this man next to me. That's definitely my husband. Maybe the, maybe your brain is like doing a check, like uh, and I'm like always, let's just make sure this is not a stranger. I've always mm. wondered why that is, and it's been like that for a while. But sometimes it's just literally me. I'll be like, "This is me." <laughs> this sounds so stupid. No, no, no. It sounds ridiculous. But I'll be like, "This is where I work." This is my house. <laughs> I'm, like, reminding myself of things. You're, like, grounding yourself kind Yeah, of? yeah. But That's it's, probably... like, because I have a split second. It's, like, honestly, like, two seconds. Yeah. Where I'm, like, what is that? Or and then you're, like, oh, you this is You get, like, real. kind this of, like, not disoriented. Yeah, like, this is not a TV show. This is actually happening. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I'm, like... Yeah. I, I don't know if I've gotten, like, that, but just, like... Sometimes it's, well, this is obviously more anxiety, but I'll just randomly be like, what if, like, you know, something happens tomorrow and, like, this is the last day of my life? Or, like... <laughs> That's terrible. I know. Or, like, 
you know, so I laugh. That's terrible. Yes, so I thank just go you. Ahead and laugh. <laughs> We're uncomfortable, so we laugh. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, or just like yeah, it's like oh, and something else they talked about in there was um, in Wikipedia was like saying this is not really a popular theory, but like it's some sort of like precognition they call it, which is basically like you know seeing into the future, you know, like a deja vu. Oh, precog. Yeah, it's like in like what what was like Minority Report? They had the pre, oh, I was gonna say that sounded familiar. Or yeah, like Total Recall, one of those movies. I always get Minority Report and Total Recall mixed up. They both have Colin Farrell in them, but um, one has Tom Cruise in it. Yeah, um, it's the people who can see the future. Right? Yeah, I I do they believe made a that... TV show out of that. Ugh, it's awful. <laughs> Sidebar. No, but <laughs> I I do believe that we have some sort of ability to. Not like totally tell the future, but I well, think you can do predict. Can, you can predict. You like, can read the scene. Well, and also at the risk of sounding like, like how you read a dog before you pet it. <laughs> well, like at the risk of sounding like totally like new age, but just like kind of like people's energies, kind of. Yeah, like when you get vibes from people. Like, okay, I kept thinking about this. I don't. I know we've talked about it before, and I don't think you remembered, but uh, in high school when. Unfortunately, we had a student kill himself. Oh, yeah. The day, and probably around the time it happened, I was with you, and, and out of nowhere, you're just like, something bad has happened. No, you don't, I don't remember that. Yes. <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. No, I know, and and maybe this is my false memory coming I said in. it just like that, I put, I'm eating. No, no, no. Put the fork down. Something bad has no. happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no, you're just like, it was just, I was like, what is wrong with her? Like, <laughs> you did kind of say you're just like, something bad has happened. And I was like, what? And you're just like, I, I can't remember like what happened after that, but you're just like, I just feel like something bad happened. Yeah. And it's just like, so you don't remember that? No, I don't remember that. I yeah. definitely remember, I've always, I've always felt like I, I am not, I don't have ESP. I don't, I don't see ghosts, I don't hear voices or anything like that, but I've always felt like I might be slightly more sensitive than the average Joe, but I'm no, like, you're no, um, I'm no Long Island yeah, medium, Yeah, yeah, what's her will, name? If you Teresa. <laughs> you know, like, I, I'm nowhere near that at, at any cost, but I've always kind of felt like, you know, like I could hear a song in my head, turn on the radio, and then it was playing kind of thing. Yeah. Just stupid little coincidences like that. Like where you have like a bad feeling and then, oh shit, that really happened. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, just well, really stupid yeah, stuff Yeah, and like I've, that. I've definitely had like... But I do not remember that story. <laughs> that makes me sound like like, a like freaking, Haley Joel Osment like something from, from The a... Sixth Sense. <laughs> well, you know, if you have any of those bad feelings again, let me know. <laughs> I need to avoid anything. But at the same time, I am terrible at like, I, I constantly put my foot in my mouth. I constantly say too much. And like, it's harder to tell for me to like read people when I'm physically in this situation, I'm fully invested. I'm having a conversation. I can't read when people are like disinterested or offended or irritated or any of that kind of stuff. Like I can't read that. But then when like I meet someone, I'm like, hmm, that seems like a really cool guy. Or I'm like, ooh, no, I, I don't want to talk to that person. I think you can read if they're disinterested or something or not, but you just can't read if what you're saying is appropriate. That's absolutely true. <laughs> but 
Because I, I think you, you you can tell, like, if I'm not paying attention or if your husband's not paying attention. I remember when we were, like, doing the Dayton scene and we'd be out in a bar. Oh, yeah. And we'd talk to people and I'd just keep going and I'd turn around and you were gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is liter- This literally happened a handful of times. I'd just go... Where'd she go? And then I'd walk away and you'd be like, you. I'd go to you and you're like, they were clearly not interested. And I'm like, oh, whoopsie. I think I mean, you... Like, by the end of the conversation, it had been clear to me that, okay, this wasn't going anywhere. But mid-convo, you're like, you feel like you're freaking Mike, Michael Scott in the office. <laughs> you know that scene where they go to New York and go clubbing. He's like, oh, this could be too soon, but I think I want her to meet my mom. <laughs> Or the episode like we just saw. Was... When are we going to have sex? <laughs> <laughs> that was me, for sure. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's like, uh... I want a lower back tattoo. I wanted to say back to the future. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the dating scene is definitely hard, because especially with technology and everything. Yeah. But So that's uh, probably a little... And I might be the other Something end where I just... I, I might be the other end where I just assume everyone's not interested, like... Yes. Because it's hyper-anxiety. Yes. And I think you, like, when you're talking, you get really into your stories. Yes. So you probably don't even, like... Maybe you are right. In some ways, you don't pick up on certain I'm things. I'm performing or you, at well, the Well, you told me before, you don't always care either. <laughs> That's also very true. You're like, I'm telling well, my story whether you like I it or not. I have the compulsion to finish it in the most detailed manner that I can possibly express. Because otherwise, it's like OCD. I'm like screaming inside my brain. I'll be like, you know, they were wearing a shirt, and then we went and got coffee, and in my brain the whole time, like, it was a red shirt, it was a red shirt, it was a red shirt, it was red, 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 it was red, say it was red! And, like, if I don't go back and say it, like, my mind just wants to explode. So, I don't care if you don't care, I'm gonna finish the story. So, it's just about you, is what you're saying. Because it's like, it's like a tick. Like, I have to say it. And my husband's like, you know, you could have just said... Like we, we have, we literally have a joke to each other now. It's like, what you should have said. Um, like, he's like, you could have just said, blah, 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 blah. And then the story would have been over. <laughs> <laughs> but then I saw this great meme that was like, this is how someone with ADD tells a story. And it was like this incredible, like intrinsic map going left and right. Well, yours are very linear, but you do tell every detail. <laughs> yes. You really like to tell the synopsis of movies and shows <laughs> i know which is so interesting because when my mother does that i hate every <laughs> You're turning into your second. <laughs> i hate every second because she does it in the exact same way that i do <laughs> well you know well sit back in 1909 <laughs> this man and i'm like mom don't care just tell me who the actor is <laughs> and after that she doesn't even know who the actor is <laughs> oh my gosh well yeah We've gone on. Yes, this is a tangential <laughs> one, but... Well, hopefully nothing bad happens tomorrow. I have an okay feeling so far. Well, don't jinx it. <laughs> Knock on wood. Yeah, yeah, right. There. Um, so I guess just look at our Instagram. Tell this, a friend. This is the part I don't get. Um, or, excuse me, the part I don't get. There's also tell a friend. There's the part I don't get at gmail.com if you yeah. have any more... Things Weird and Jay, things. I'm sure will post on our Facebook post. Yeah, Facebook page, not Facebook post. Yes, I will post on the Facebook page right. for the old people. 
because no one else uses Facebook. And uh, next time, it will be a special Halloween episode. Ooh. Ooh. All right. All right. Have a good night. Bye.